don't talk to anyone. Yeah, we don't talk to people. Just use this podcast. We just use this podcast. We don't have friends. You're not my friend. You're Podcasting you game is tough. Friends. Just we're, we're just, just coworkers, acquaintances. Welcome back, recurring guests of the podcast, Alex Goodyear. Welcome to the show. How are you? Did we start? Yeah, we did. I'm great. How about you? I'm doing great. Well, great to have you back on the show. Yeah, we came it's been with a the... good uh, two months. Yeah, we've had like. Palmer's here as well. We've had like Lawrence. three or four episodes, I think, without without Goodyear. Last week we had Lander Rignieres on. Shout out to Rignieres. Yeah, that day he drew. I don't know. I don't really know how much he scored, but I know he hit. He was four for five from the three point line. After we asked him about his three point shooting. So. Yeah, and he was talking about how him and Klingler were talking about that they've only been expanding his game. Yeah, hey bro, Embiid's solid. <laughs> Whoa! What did you, you remember just that? Say? Do you remember that? When he no. said that on the pod, he was like, he's like, I was talking to him actually about it yesterday. He was like, because <laughs> he said something during the pod. He was like, he's like, oh yeah, bro, like and beat solid, bro. And he said <laughs> some shit like that, and you, you guys were like, you're like, oh, like no shit, he's solid, like obviously, <laughs> or something like that. I, I, I just didn't thought that part was so goofy, bro. <laughs> I didn't hear him say that. I don't listen to podcasts; they're too boring. Interesting take right there, Palmer. I don't remember anything that I've ever said on the podcast except that Will Shutter is a beast. (laughs) And he got clapped by Minnie Yeah, I mean, what are you going to do, Chet Holmgren? Chet! But Will's going to a great school. He's committed to a great school in Michigan, which is, I think, where we should lead this pod off with. Michigan basketball, yeah. It's great. It's great to be a beast, bro. Yeah, I mean, there's no fucking secret about that. Best freshman in the best freshman in the nation. Just a solid squad. I feel like all the all the Michigan and Michigan State sports powers have transferred into Michigan basketball. Yeah, pretty much. No, nothing around Michigan pro sports uh, can do anything, and then yeah, pro included. I agree. And then you know we can't really do anything in the in the main sport main sport of football either. So yeah, Michigan basketball. Michigan basketball has had a great decade and this year is no different because i had a great decade yeah. yeah we've had a great decade you know and this year is just no different easy transition to juan howard all the doubters like fuck all of you everyone who said that juan howard didn't know how to coach even though he went from player to player coach on the miami heat bench under eric spolstra yeah but- great player at michigan turned it into a great coaching career coach of the year this is just an outstanding season i have Hunter Dickinson, Isaiah Livers. Yeah. Eli Brooks is the best defender in the Big Ten, right behind maybe Franz Wagner. But, but Michigan State beat Purdue, so. Michigan State. Remember when you guys beat Duke? Yeah. We did beat Duke this season. And it's. At Cameron Indoor. We did. <laughs> yeah, I remember after and that. Then, I remember after Duke, that, we were thinking. Uh, Julius we were thinking, Marble Throwdown. Yeah, but then. Game. Yeah, after that. Coach K de- decided that it wasn't it wasn't safe to play college yeah, basketball. No, he did not. He did not like that. And then I, I think you guys remember uh, probably the last time I was on this podcast, I said it's not safe to play college basketball. I agreed with him. Oh. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, it's you did safe. say that because of how bad Michigan State was playing. Yeah, <laughs> I <laughs> covered it up to cover it up. Yeah. Well, how would you? Uh, well, should we just get into the the obvious? Your left hand. Your left wrist. Should we talk yeah, about I'm, this? Yeah, I'm here right now because of a broken wrist yeah. at uh, Hope College. Yeah, let's let's dive into that a little bit. Goodyear's back. We he started his season. 
Yeah, we sent him off to we sent him off to Albion for the start of his basketball season. This dude starts practicing, and starts playing a few games. You know, talking tough on the podcast as a college basketball player, then he comes out with an injury. You know, this is this is really hurting our uh, our potential prospects of being your NBA agents. But yeah, I mean, I'll get back on track. You go to recovery. You, I'm gonna come yeah. back stronger. No, yeah. So how to happen? Palmer was telling me about the video. I didn't even see it. So just tell me in words how to happen. Okay, so I'm on the right side of the court playing defense. Uh, there's a dribble drive to the left. The whole player takes a dribble drive to the left. I go for a steal, like in the gap, and my hand, well, pretty much my wrist, gets bent all the way back, and yeah. You just what? You did you hit the ball? Hit 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 the hit the body. To be honest, it's too fast. I don't remember. It's just something hit, and yeah. you just, and it just it just broke. Yeah. Clean break, like where? Right in the. It's on the top of my like wrist. Clean break. Yeah. Okay. See, when I was watching the That's video, tough. I didn't. I, it That's was hard, crazy. It was hard to tell what happened. No, yeah, it was just, it was kind of fast. Like I, I don't know. Does it hurt? <laughs> That's not that weird. Does it hurt? <laughs> I mean, it's getting better. Yeah, the swelling is going down, but I I'm going for an orthopedic uh, appointment tomorrow. So. Do you feel pain right now? Uh, a little bit. Dang. But like. I've got this cast on, so it helps. But you're so you're out then. You can't tape that shit up and go. No, I'm out for the year. Dang, six weeks. That which sucks. Is out for the year. Yeah, that sucks. So is that like the timetable of your return from that injury, basically? Yeah. Okay. Unless unless I, surgery is needed, and I'll find out tomorrow. So then, what's your schedule going? What's your schedule going to be like? Because you're gonna. Uh, are you guys gonna? Because you guys basketball season obviously got pushed back a, a lot, right? When's you guys uh, normal starting date? Well, actually, what what they did was we, we actually were practicing in the fall and stuff. Like, you know that. Um, but we started in January, and we just have a shortened season. So we actually end about the same time as we did last year. Just started later? Yeah. Okay. But, and we don't have any NCAA tournament this year either because they canceled the Vision Three Winter Championships because of uh, they didn't have enough players teams to play okay if there but, was a season for you to be injured though this would probably be the one that oh yeah you, for you sure would like well, to I, be injured for yeah because i was just gonna say is it gonna go back in the fall is it gonna or not not fall obviously winter is it gonna be like back to normal yeah it should go back to normal okay yeah barring, i mean i'm guessing that's what they're any, they're scheduling any right now i mean barring any setbacks but yeah. I, i'd assume by like next year like they would have like most people will be like vaccinated and this will be less of a like athletics at least will be less of a problem for that's what for i'm COVID, assuming as yeah. well but like so we'll, as 2020 can tell you yeah. that it's kind of unpredictable yeah very true um i was gonna ask the roaring 20s <laughs> the roaring <laughs> 20s we are in the roaring 20s i was thinking about that the other day i was like we're really in the 20s right now and people are always like yo like what's up we're in the 80s and shit and then when they're in the 80s and the 1900s they were like yeah, the 20s was 60 years ago, and now we're in the 20s. It's just all crazy to think about. It really uh, is. My question... Great historical analysis, Lawrence. <laughs> yeah, that was a history lesson. <laughs> I had a I had a question about, like, your availability in terms of, like, are you going to be, like, still very much, like, going to every practice and, like, going... Yeah, to, like, I have been. Going to, like, meetings and everything. Yeah, I've been going to everything. But I guess I was just asking that more for, like our purposes of this podcast well i'm already done with my like our season is done after the first week of march oh really yeah okay 
I did not know that. We we literally have two so weeks left of games, like regular it's, season it's games. It's really short and then. Yeah, and then the MIAA conference tournament, and then we're done. How are you guys going to do in that? Uh, we're second place right now in the conference. Uh, behind Trine, who broke our hearts last year in the semifinals. So. Well, you won, like, a port. Didn't you win, like, the. You won, You guys won something last year. What did you guys win? We won the regular season championship. Yeah, that's what. Okay. Yeah, that makes oh, sense. Like, we were way better than Trine last year. We just. Plain simple, we choked. There's well, no other way around Have it. you guys played Trine yet? We did. We lost by six. They have a new junior guard, and he is fantastic. Is he the, the dude you were sending me videos about? Yeah. Yeah. Number one, the white dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's good. Interesting. Well, good luck on your recovery process. Yeah, best of luck in the recovery process for sure. Thank you. you know, how, how were you playing? We don't root for injuries on well, this broadcast. Yeah, that's <laughs> – I had – probably a slower start than I wanted to like right right off the bat in January and actually I was playing really good basketball uh my last like few games so it was kind of unfortunate and I against Hope that game uh it was early in the game I already had four I already had four points five Mm. boards and two assists like already (laughs) like like because I took I checked the stat sheet after the game I I was I was doing well in that game like before before the injury happened too so I don't know it was annoying Good year was on triple double watch before yeah. injury. Little 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 uh, Miles Plumley action. I probably I probably wouldn't have got <laughs> the some triple Mason double. Mason Plumley, my bad. I, I don't I don't get the assists like that in this program because I'm a power forward. Yeah. So the way our offense is set up, I don't really have like a lot of opportunities to facilitate. No, yeah, you're gonna have to transition into that guard you role. Found, post, you found post some post holes injury. against Hope College though. Yeah. You like the spin move? <laughs> you are you are Pascal. <laughs> Pascal Siakam. Yeah, you are I got, Pascal. I got yeah. some, and Julius Randle. <laughs> I got. I did get some comparisons to Pascal Siakam just because of my spin move. Yeah, the Raptors might need you. Didn't Shaq not know his first name? Yeah, no, he didn't. <laughs> he didn't know his first name was Pascal. Uh, Shaq has been making headlines. Bro, lately. he's been having a wild year. You guys remember the spin move from high school, though? That was always my signature move. Like no, that yeah, was always spin, my go-to. You spin a lot. Yeah, you are. You're like Pascal. That always was. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 If it's not broke, don't fix it, eh? I mean, that's what we're rocking with. You run that in pickup and shit, too. I mean, we see it. You, yeah, you're you're spinning, bro. You're you're past yeah, the Siakam. It's the bottom hey, line. Hey, one thing I was going to tell you about Hunter Dickinson is I when I was watching him today, I love his patience in the post. I mean, he's a, he's – He's like, one of the he's one of the few remaining true big man low post low post men in the game right now. Well, he's <laughs> just like I see this is what I've been trying to like I well, I've been trying to figure this out like why why is there so many bigs in college basketball that like can't do that kind of stuff? Like he's just so much more skilled than Jawan Howard. Else. I feel like he had those moves before Juwan. Well, yeah, I mean, he did. Like I've already said multiple times on his podcast, his son Evan Mobley who came into this year uh college basketball as the number 1 recruit Dickinson dropped 40 on him in high school and bumped him up to number 50 in the country. Well, like, most, most Division One big men, I feel like, when they're in high school, they didn't really need – like, they, they had post games, but, like – They don't have know. the technical post move, though. It's more overpowering just because you're big. Yeah, you're big. Yeah, I mean, like, and yeah, you're dominating. That could be – If you're if you're a Division One center. But then he – and then also in Hunter Dickinson's case, too, is he's not – like, he's not – he isn't the strongest dude anyway. He's not – he's not – Well, good. I wouldn't he's even not, really say that. I'm, he's just no. not the most athletic dude. 
Well, yeah, he's not. I don't. I you was know? just. I was just saying he's not like he's not like a big body gonna overpower you and dunk on you. I mean, he can dunk on you as we've seen because he's got he's got length as we saw today yeah. against Ohio State. But they're short. They're they're tallest players yeah. six six. So we'll let that slide. But uh, Hunter Dickinson played uh, for Dematha, who's which is like you know really good prep school, playing only against top level competition. Like he was working the post for sure and like finding ways to score. And then that combined with Juwan Howard, who as we've said multiple times, he was a player coach with. Uh, what's his face? You know, working directly with Udonis Haslam all those years and big man himself in Miami, a big man himself, playing super well with the Fab Five uh, in Michigan. Great college career, great college player, Jawan Howard, great big man, just like all these things. That's he's getting big guys to come to Michigan, and Hunter Dickinson is literally the prime example of that. And like showing that, like if you're a big guy with like a little bit of potential, come up to Michigan. Jawan Howard's gonna get him make sure that you get the job done yeah. he was already working Teske last year like Teske only got better like I mean yeah John Howard's a magician bro certainly Jawan like obviously is gonna help um Dickinson in the post like with just his moves and stuff like that yeah. like having that kind of a coach like but and it's just like a feel you. and it's for like such a player uh it's for a guy that was such a good player too like Jawan it's such like a it's such like a feel thing too and like in a timing thing able to just like to teach the little things well, he's just he's just so fundamentally like yeah, sound, what, bro. Yeah. Like he's awesome. I'm I'm watching him in the post, like when he catches it, and it's it's not even just when he catches, but I'll I'll explain like when he catches it first. What he does a lot is he's first of all he pay, he's patient, like he he waits and he doesn't like right away dribble, which is you don't need to dribble right away. Like that's I don't know, like I I don't think you. Really yeah, it's need a to. feeling it's just, timing yeah, feel, thing. Yeah, feeling timing, and then you know he gets to the midline, which is like gets to the middle. Which is like, which is the reason why that's better is because you have more angles to spin or drop step, or you have like you have you still have the jump hook because you have the jump hook from any any angle, like as you know, like you you can have the jump hook from any angle, so when he does that and stuff, like it's just like, it's great, like dude, like no yeah, he's that's exactly deal. how he's you're supposed real... to do it, and like he he he's drops a true, steps, he's a true low post spins. big man, yeah, Bro, he's, he's a true low, he's like a really you know he gets people up in the air with pump fakes. Like he's the best freshman in the country. Yeah, he is. I don't know how he, how well he's gonna translate to to the NBA because, like we said, he isn't like he's not he's not strong. I don't know if he's like he's really good. So I don't know if he's like a one and done type guy. Well, I can't really tell. Like I feel like he's also might be kind of the personality though, where he'll stay. It's a little bit different, but I feel like I didn't I didn't expect much out of Xavier Tillman. I would say when he when he got drafted, like Memphis, I already got Jaron Jackson. Already got Valanciunas. I didn't know how much he was going to be in there. And this year he's already starting and he's playing pretty well. So I would imagine that Hunter Dickinson, if his game can translate and he gets into the right situation, then possibly he could he could have the potential to be a great player in the NBA. Yeah, I think he's just pretty much got to get bigger. I pretty much I think that's a you know, and that's not it's not like he's not like he's small, but you know, it's like once you get to the NBA, yeah. you know, you just got to match that level of strength, you know. It's, yeah. like, biggest example is probably, like, Lonzo. I remember Lonzo, like, after his first year, he put in that work, got got up to that got up to that NBA speed and strength, and, he, you know, he's actually yeah. been playing well for himself. Tillman's a little bit different, though, because, like, he's just built different, if you know what I mean. Yeah. He just, he's, he's a man. Yeah, he's like, got, he's, he's already, he already yeah, yeah, he already had the NBA body for sure. Like, I, he's he was locking body. people up in college, like, you can do that in the NBA. Like, we all know. Yeah. It's not like everybody's totally focused every night in the NBA when it comes to defensive. Well, like a, 
a junior coming out of abilities. a junior coming out of Michigan State second round pick. Like I didn't, I don't know. I just didn't expect this much. And like I'd say, most people thought Cassius would make more of a. You see Stan Van Gundy on this <laughs> They're just interviewing. We're currently uh, watching the, the Celtics and Pelicans game right now. Yeah, sorry. I just saw Stan oh. Van Gundy getting interviewed, and they had it. They just popped him up on the oh, side. Shit. He just looks so goofy, bro. SVG. I remember that one picture you sent in our group chat of Stan at the at the podium one time, like at some interview with shorts on. Stan's, Stan's got a lot of classic pictures. Is that one where he's like in Detroit, and he's – He's like outside, and there's a bunch of Pistons players behind him, and it's like, yeah. uh, I don't, I don't know how to describe it. I'm sure some people know what I'm talking about, but or the video of him, of him just <laughs> I got this doing doing right dribble moves up the up and down oh, the floor. Oh yeah, that dude. He was he's, he's like cross, cross 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 between like cover. behind the back. Look at this album yeah, cover. One, <laughs> this yeah, album, album cover. cover. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is bad radio right here. Obviously, you can't see it. Oh, but. we'll put up a. Yeah, we'll put up a picture on the YouTube yeah, video. Yeah. <laughs> But, but that uh, picture is hilarious. Yeah, I don't even know what I was talking about. But um, we were just talking about um, Hunter Dickinson, and then I just saw Stan yeah. Van Gundy, <laughs> and we were talking about Xavier Tillman but, uh, yeah, we being an NBA Tillman body. But, but I just saw his SVG up there looking goofy. Good year. It's but been, we can switch gears here. Yeah, it's been like at least two months. Not at not least not quite two months. It's almost two months. It's a been month almost, and a half. It's been a month and a half. Yeah, since you last went on the pod, and I know that you listen to our podcast when you're. When you're not on, of course I do. I'd like to, I, I'd like to know if you have any takes that you think that me and Lawrence or Landon have uh, have put out there that you don't agree with, you agree with, or want to elaborate more on. Haven't really. I feel like I haven't really had any like insane takes. I, from what I've heard and what from what I've remembered, I haven't heard any like really crazy takes. Yeah. So. We haven't been putting out anything too crazy. No, the takes come when Goodyear, when Goodyear. Uh, hey, I did want to. Because I, I mean, wanna... like my consistent only take is I just like I just talk up Michigan basketball as much as I can every time I get on the podcast. So that's just like my. I don't know if you remember from the my Western Conference preview. I did say I did like the Jazz, and yo, you can go back to older points that we've made. Yeah, I yeah. Well, I think, we we I've kept saying it. I've, I've said it multiple times. Palmer, we accidentally, or at least definitely me, accidentally predicted the Raptors wouldn't be doing that good. Yeah. I accidentally left them out. Honestly, if I would have redid it in that well, mindset, I had the Raptors high. I think I had them like, well, not high, but like mid. Yeah, I was I a little like worried. When I remember when you said it. I was like, oh, I forgot about the Raptors, and I had the Wizards in there, and the Wizards aren't very good. Yeah, the Wizards are no, actually the, terrible. No, the Wonder, the Wizards definitely like finesse everybody into thinking that they're going to be good this year that's yeah. what i feel like they're just what, a terrible organization bro, that's what man. that's what russell westbrook will do for you though i guess like russell westbrook is like an enigma of an nba player to where like you you think having him on your team is going to make your team better but then you realize there's so many other parts of your team that's like missing like a just like quality like like the wizards can't play defense they can't do anything. <laughs> they can't. Yeah, they're just not. Like, Bill can put up as much as he wants, but uh, I don't know. I'm pace to be an all-star starter, at least. I think I did better on my Western Conference pre- preview than my Eastern Conference. Looking good on the Suns prediction right now. Yeah. I feel like that. I mean, that wasn't a hot take, though, either. James Jones in front office. LeBron's. Oh, my God. Was that Zion? Zion Williamson. Everyone will be seeing that later. A little put back. Oh, yeah. But uh, what was his face? What was who did I just say? Uh, James Jones, LeBron's teammate for yeah. all those rings yeah, in the GM. front office mm-hmm. of the Suns. Like he, that's a good dude. He knows he knows winning. He knows the winning culture. And then uh, 
Monty Williams at the helm uh, as the head coach. Yeah, DeAndre that Sun, and that, doing steroids. That Suns team is, is built to be a good team for at least a few years. Because they got Booker locked up. and then Chris they, Paul, wherever he goes, he does have success. Yeah. Even though people say he's like an asshole and shit. I think he just... I think he just like pushes his teammates. I think he's like Jimmy Butler, kinda. No, yeah. If Chris Paul was six six, he'd be the best player in the league. Yeah, I mean that honestly might be true, bro. He's, it's weird how he get. It's actually weird though how he kind of almost has like a reputation as like a winner or like someone that'll just yeah, do really no, good. Does. But he's also never been to the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, he has. Or one time when they blew that lead to but the Warriors. When he got injured. Yeah, he got hurt. That was yeah, that was sad. I think they and would, plus that I was think they would have like, beat the Warriors if they. Uh, yeah, a lot of people still think about that and go back to that. I think they would have. Chris, uh, I just don't think the the pairing of Chris Paul and James Harden because they're too similar. They have to dominate the ball. And yeah, there's only one ball in Brooklyn. There's only one ball. Yeah, and Brooklyn is. Brooklyn's a whole nother story. Like. Kyrie, bro. Kyrie is terrible. Fuck Kyrie. He's not even terrible at basketball. Obviously, he's really good, but, like, bro, I'm just sick of Kyrie. Yeah. Like, I saw Matt Barnes comment on some post. He's like, trade his ass for some bench. I would trade, <laughs> I would trade Kyrie. I don't think you need Kyrie, James Harden, and Kevin Durant on the same team. Bro, especially because we've seen that Kevin Durant is back. Yeah. Yeah. But then Kyrie, if he gets traded, oh, my God. Oh my God! The what? what I don't the amount even, of drama that would I come out of that. This wanna, league, like, yeah, this I don't league. even want to think about like what would happen if he, if he got traded. But I don't know. Brooklyn is. What would be a destination for Kyrie? I don't know. I literally have Philadelphia, maybe. Yeah, they're Philly. probably they're probably like the only one that'd be looking. Imagine Ben Simmons, James Harden, and Kevin Durant. Maybe the Wizards. <laughs> Trade for Beal. <laughs> Or trade for Westbrook, yeah, and then get Westbrook back on the Blake Griffin. <laughs> can we talk? Can we talk about maybe that? the I Cavaliers? Think, I don't think we've talked about that. The Blake nah. Griffin situation. I I'd like to give some last remarks about Blake Griffin before he's not a Detroit Piston. Yeah, me too. When we when we traded Tobias Harris and junior and, year, I remember this and others. I was sitting at my dining room table. And that day, I could not stop looking at, like, Detroit Pistons news and shit because I thought Blake Griffin was going to be the one to save us. I was like, Blake Griffin and Andre Drummond? Holy moly. That is a tandem. And then it wasn't a tandem. And then now we're here. <laughs> Blake Griffin, I, yeah, when I he know. got when he got traded. 2018-2019, Blake Griffin is... He's awesome. Is one, of the, is one of the best players in Detroit Pistons history. Yeah. Like seriously, that year, oh, he yeah, willed yeah. that squad. Probably the, the best or the best season for a Pistons player in the past decade, and for sure. So Blake, when he was at, at the end of his Clippers run, he was already transitioning into like a point forward. He was like shooting a little bit of threes, and like there was a little bit of Instagram highlights. Like okay, Blake, like he Blake is at uh, Blake is stretching his game out a little bit. Yeah. And then when he got to Detroit, he fully embraced the fact that we weren't very good. And we're paying him a shit ton of money, and it was a blockbuster deal. Yeah. So just give him the rock and let him work for a little bit, and it was sweet. He went off. He literally acted like a point guard, not like a point guard, but he just acted like he did everything. You know, yeah. it was more than just the dunk, dunking over Kia's Blake Griffin version that we saw in 2010. It was, it was, it was a, a full, a full display of a complete basketball yeah. player, handles and everything, facilitating 
bringing the ball up the floor, setting up the offense, getting things going, shooting threes, displaying range, being athletic. Blake Griffin hasn't dunked in two years. He was still dunking in 2018, 2019. Blake Griffin, I've said it on this podcast, Blake Griffin is literally like my favorite, one of my favorite players of all time because of his run with the Pistons. Just gave everything he had. He could have totally complained. Same thing could happen with Jerry Goff. (laughs) The the L.A. to Detroit, he could have just be like, he could have forced his way out immediately. Literally everyone like talks shit about coming to like up north Michigan and like come from California and shit. Everyone talks shit about that. He easily could have just gave up force his way out he's probably has like some good agent some good yeah. LA agent oh, yeah. but he didn't you know he just went off and that's and then he you know had got his knee just f- kept fucking blowing out because he was going so hard <laughs> and, yeah. and he just you know it's met so many injuries well like, with all with it just all, sucks bro. i respect it just it. Sucks. i respect the shot blake griffin bro yeah. he's literally like my favorite like i love him yeah. for his time on detroit he came that's to play every single remarks. night yeah bro that's for sure he willed that team to the playoffs uh a 2018-19 team and played on a destroyed knee. Like, remember the brace that he had yeah. on? Yeah, dude, that like that that fucked the rest of his career. Like I said, he hasn't dunked like since then. Yeah, he he's not the same player. He like, didn't have to do that for Detroit, bro. Detroit, it's like the same as Matt Stafford, yeah. kind of, bro. Like I like it is. Detroit didn't have a player like that that would ever do that. Like for, we had Andre Drummond for ten years, and we didn't like that dude more than Blake Griffin did than what Blake Griffin has done in, like, three years. Yeah, for us. So, like, I yeah. don't... Facts. Like, Facts. the Facts. Pistons have not had, like, a polarizing player like Blake Griffin to be able to affect, like, how great the team is, like, since the 4 squad, I feel like. So, I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to miss Blake, but there was always, with all the excitement of getting him, there was a... We knew from... Everybody knew from the beginning there was that asterisk of his injury history and that it, this big contract could potentially... Well, and he's getting older. Yeah, so. and he's getting old. It was... Uh, it was it, you knew it was like a last-ditch attempt for Stan Van Gundy to put together a competitive team, but it was still it was still exciting to have Blake Griffin on the team, and props to him for all that he's done. Yeah, Salute it was to lots Blake of Griffin. fun. It was lots of fun. I, seriously, it was. It was. I, I, every, I mean, every word I meant. I'll never forget the time because, watching Blake Griffin on the yeah. Pistons in my life. I literally never will. Because that team I wasn't... I hope he listens to this. That team wasn't fun to watch before Blake Griffin really... I Fuck told, no. None of the Pistons teams are fun to watch. <laughs> really, yeah, I, I mean, think about it since 2008 when we pretty much, like, yeah. been able to uh, realize what we were watching. It speaks volumes that this, that this team right now is more exciting than most of the teams that we've had in, like, the past yeah. 10, 15 years. I'll never forget uh, when I was hanging out at the University of Michigan uh, in 2019... And uh, Blake Griffin, Blake Griffin was in town. And I saw Spencer Woodruff uh, later in the day. Saw Spencer Woodruff later in the day. He said he saw Blake Griffin just walking down State Street in Ann Arbor, right on campus, and he just shouted out to him, "Blake of the year, Blake of the year, Blake of the year." <laughs> Holy! Blake's just the goat, dude. That's no, he yeah. is. He's and one of the goats, bro. He's a great character too. Yeah, he's just an awesome dude too. That's part of I, that's obviously why we kind of like him so much. Yeah, just appreciate him. I mean, what he did this year too. He didn't even have to. He could have been just like, "All right, fuck this. I'm not. I'm not gonna play." He could have been team. sitting out from the beginning. He could have. He could have yeah, just been like, "Yeah, bro, I'm not gonna mentor these young players. Like, I'm way better than I'm way better than these dudes. Like, I'm I'm getting paid all this money. I should be playing and stuff." But he didn't. Yeah. No, yeah, he definitely came in this year. He had a positive attitude. Like interviews or presses at the start, he was always talking about Sadiq. Like. 
we have a good you know young group of guys this and that blah blah he's just you know he just he's never he was never bad he's never bad about it and i think that was probably his goal too i think he was probably like you know this this run in detroit is definitely not gonna he i think he knew right from the start it wasn't gonna last forever i'm just gonna go i'm gonna yeah. ball up do the best i can i'm not just gonna be a total asshole about it he easily could have and he wasn't he's always 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 looking looking out for the best of the Detroit Pistons which is really all you can ask for which with the state of our franchise has been in the last 10 years that's literally all you can ask for can we can we talk about how like a good portion of like the starting players that the Pistons had are have all been either bought out or potentially are gonna get bought out like Reggie Jackson got bought out last year Marcus Morris and Markeith Morris or no Marcus Morris got traded Markeith Morris got um yeah got bought out and then like josh smith josh smith <laughs> josh smith is one of them uh although he wasn't a stan van gundy signing yeah i was just thinking yeah but like of re- i guess yeah of recent because we were like, still paying him players, too. and like and like andre is about to get bought out probably we just had so fun. many like figures in the stan van yeah. gundy era yeah no. and all of that too <laughs> john lure was one of the biggest <laughs> figures yeah, holy moly <laughs> We're just like all of that, all of that, like just make like describes the Pistons perfectly as just like the most yeah. mid-level NBA team ever. Like, I guess if you could like make a comparison between like the front office minds of of Troy Weaver and Stan Van Gundy, you have John Luer on a ten million dollar contract and Mason Plumlee on an eight million dollar contract. Yeah, very similar. <laughs> so very, I don't very similar. <laughs> I just remember like back in the day, like well, no, I when think, the first day of free agency started. I was just chilling at Kel- at Calvin, like Calvin Park, like hooping and shit. Pelicans and made a comeback in this game, yeah. by the way. They're only down three now. And they bro, down, they like, just keep signing. Years. The Pistons just keep signing these dudes I've never heard of. Like literally, never Bradley. heard of John Lewis in no, my yeah, life. No, yeah, literally just like, kept literally signing. my life. Bro, we literally got like Baines, Marjanovic. Lure and like Galloway and one in like in the 2016 off season where everybody was, it was just like in a span of two money. hours. Too. Yeah, it was. I don't even know. And, like, we thought, like, because of that, we thought John Lewis was going to be, like, the next power forward for the Pistons. But that, unfortunately, was not the case. <laughs> I mean, one thing I'll, I'll give <laughs> Stan Van Gundy credit for is that Tobias Harris trade where he absolutely finessed the Magic. That's the, but, that is but like, that's the only the thing only I can thing. think of that's, like, I'm like, yeah. like Maybe the Reggie Jackson trade, but even that, I don't know. Like, Reggie was good, but... Nah, I'll give it. I'll give him that. I'll give him that. Tobias just keeps getting better too, and he earning does. and he earning his money. He he's earning those big contracts. Oh yeah, uh yeah, yeah. I think it just uh, fucking sucks being a Pistons fan. But like Van Gundy would never sign someone like Grant. You'd never think that Grant had the intangibles to become the player that he is. Like it's no. not. Yeah, no. I I like what the Pistons are going right now with. Weaver SVG is an X's and O's guy, bro. Yeah. He's not, yeah, he's not a general manager, that's for sure. Even with that, I don't see how this Pelicans team is not better than what they are because they've been dropping a lot of games this year. Yeah, it's so crazy. That's that shouldn't be happening with Zion shooting ninety mm-hmm. percent from the field. And Lonzo started this. Bro, season Lonzo that, needs but... to fucking start stepping up. Otherwise, bro, Lonzo needs to take some pride with all due respect and like step the fuck up and become a real ass point guard that I think he can be. Otherwise, next year. Melo's just literally gonna be straight up better than him. I think. I don't know. I'm that's not, a whole other combo. Not, yeah, I mean, that's that like a whole other like just crazy like. That's a, that's a just like crazy little hot take shit. Yeah, no, Lonzo definitely should be uh, all NBA type player. 
Yeah, bro. But he's not. It's crazy. That's something I've like, honestly been. I'm starting to think I'm just wrong about that. One thing about, about the Pistons, though, about, the, about our off season this year, is I don't think we one. sign one person that we can just be like, oh, bro, like, why the fuck did we sign him? Every signing was. I mean, every signing well, a was meaningful. Bit, well, yeah. a little bit of recency bias because we're kind of playing like decent right now, and Miles Plumley is doing good. But when we signed Plumley, I was like, what the fuck are we doing? Quit saying Miles Plumley <laughs> or Mason, <laughs> bro. I don't. Fucking, it wasn't my idea to get multiple 6'11 white dudes named Plumley that went to Duke. <laughs> uh, I think, well, I, the only one that's, like, questionable, I feel like, is Okafor. I think Okafor is a little bit questionable, but he has been injured, so, like, I don't... It's questionable, but considering there's his high there's draft stock it, yeah. before, and I'm he's still young, like, he could... There's upside to it, but I'd rather have Stewart playing than... Than Okafor. Oh, I yeah, yeah. I'm, I like Stewart a lot better too. Stewart, by the way, he, him and Bay. Wow. Yeah, I really like Bay. Them. We gotta talk about Bay. We have not talked about Bay. Well, that was it, one. Well, there was that crazy stat with Kennard that Kennard didn't, took him like what? It took him like sixteen hundred games to score thirty. Yeah. And Sadiq was like what? Well, yeah, and if you think forty about, games, if you think about the players that got shipped out, like. I would much rather have most of the guys that we have than Kennard and Bruce Brown right now, which a year ago I would be, like, tripping. I would think I'm – I don't know. Like, no, yeah, we're on it with Weaver, I think. Yeah, no. I'm on we- the Weaver train. No, yeah, Weaver is – we should have we should have thought this. Or, like, I kind of did when he got signed, but I didn't – obviously, like, you don't know what's going to happen when you sign a GM. Like, you don't know what, they're, what moves they're going to make. But all signs point to Troy Weaver being a very great – general manager for the Pistons. I think very quickly this team will be turned around. Kemba just hit a signature step back. He missed that shit, though. <laughs> Sorry, I was watching that. It looked dope. But yeah. Brandon Ingram for three. Sadiq Bay. Sadiq Bay, his jumper looks weird, but that shit is fire. No, yeah, he's the real deal. What was he, 7-for-7? Seven seven yeah, he's 7-for-7 seven yeah. seven for that game. He's, I think he's over 40% for three-point shooting. He's starting now. Blake Griffin, right he's at the start starting, of the year. Yeah. Sadiq Bay, this is a young, this is a young guy coming in that wants to learn a lot, and he has a good all-around game already. Yeah, that's he, what he said at the start of the year. Yeah, he just does right. Really <laughs> right when I, right when I uh, saw Sadiq get drafted, and they did like the draft analysis mm-hmm. on him, I was like, yeah, I like this dude already. Yeah, just from just from the way they're describing him, just saying like, oh, like. He he takes pride on both ends of the floor. Has a good jumper, strong, uh, under control when he drives the basket. I just love. I just already like the pick. Yeah, you got. That's get, why I said before the year he's gonna be my favorite rookie. He's gonna start for the Pistons for a very long time, for and he's already starting as a rookie, which Stan would never do with any of his players. Uh, Dwayne Casey, I think, needs to start giving a little bit more minutes to Seku. But I know Seku's been injured, and I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do with Seku. I'm thinking if we do end up trading Blake, Seku's going to be the one that goes with him. Yeah, that's the rumor. But um, I don't know. I don't I, – it's – this team is fun to watch, though. Like, there's not a game that I've watched that has not been competitive with the Pistons, which is saying something because there have been many games in the past where – in the past years where we would just get blown out and not even like do anything about it so and i just watched the the bulls pistons game like four days ago i think it was on wednesday last wednesday 
And Jeremy Grant is the real deal. I know we've been talking about that, but he just dropped like 43, I think. And him and Levine were going back and forth, and that was a very – in overtime, it was very – it was a very entertaining game. And Jeremy Grant, literally in overtime, probably went like six for six, all like drive layups, and then got fouled like two or three more times. Well, I think part of the reason the Pistons have been so bad lately is because we haven't had like an identity as a, as a franchise for the last like 20 years since like yeah. 04. So, like, I think what Weaver's doing is trying to bring back this Detroit culture of grit and grind and, you know, tough yeah. and. He's bringing in players that want to compete on both ends of the floor. He's not going to take breaks on defense. And like Josh Jackson and Isaiah Stewart are prime examples of that. Yeah. Josh Jackson, Isaiah Stewart, yeah. Josh Jackson Bay has too. been talking shit to like too. everybody. Yeah, Josh Jackson doesn't give a fuck it's about that Ben video, Simmons. That's that video of like Levine and Ben Simmons where he's just like talking shit to him, which is cool because Josh Jackson has been having a great renaissance. Bro, yeah, I yeah, like we want to see that shit, like. I'm glad he's coming in with the chip on his shoulder, yeah. bro. Like, like straight up, like being honest, I would say it to his face if he was right here. He's been underwhelming. Like he's a number four pick, bro. Yeah. Like he should have been that. He should have been that dude with Devin Booker in Phoenix. He, he, like he could have been. He, he should have been, bro. That's a top five pick. So he's coming in with the chip on his shoulder. He's playing in his hometown, yeah. in Detroit. I think that's like he that's, knows the awesome. identity of what yeah. the Pistons should be, and I think that's. It's great. I don't know. That's just a great pick. He's, get, he's getting his now, bro. He's he's looking. It's it's great. It's great to see. The, the The prospect of this team is so much better than what it was. Like it, like. I didn't. I thought we were just gonna be stuck for a long ass time, and now we at least have. We're competitive. We're losing games, but all those games are close and. This is exactly where we want to be, no, though. No, yeah. Because what we're, what, this season is exactly what we want to happen. We want to like keep yeah, creating bro. that culture, keep building that culture, and then keep getting better along the way. And then once we pick up these stars yeah. to go along with, with this culture, that's when we're going to get back to like championship. Yeah. You know? This team is one very good draft prospect away from from being a very competitive team, which I think we can definitely accomplish this uh, this next offseason. I'd like to go get Cade Cunningham if we can. Yeah, that's but, the one for no, sure. No, if we can, and then <laughs> I would not, I would not mind getting rid of Killian, even though we did just use the number seven pick on him, and he's been injured. But like, it's hard to tell what he's gonna be like. I, so. if I'm being completely honest right now, I know he got injured, and I know I have he's a recency bias, games. and he's yeah. only paid played ten games, but I'm not really a fan of him. <laughs> I don't know. Like, if you, uh, I, not, I like I'm not point sure guards. Why you would? My, my no. ideal point guard, and this is just my preference. I like point guards that that um, play the game with a lot of heart in terms of just defensively and getting people, other people involved and stuff like that. I like those kind of point guards that right. he's very great and grind. Slow down, no. Good years. college Dude, coach hat. He's played. No, I, like I, I, I like. He's played like eight games. He hasn't showed that kind of like intensity. <laughs> but like how are, but I don't know. Like, like if you don't have that intensity, so you just go. gotta the be takes, really good. The takes are coming. The you takes are be, coming. You just gotta trade, be really good. You gotta killer. be like a Steph Curry, James Harden, Kyrie right. Irving type player. If you if you're gonna like Goodyear, you and Killian Hayes have had very similar seasons. Oh, that's not true. <laughs> that's not that's, true. That's not true. You didn't play a couple of games and then get injured. Well. 
Here's why I say it's not true. In comparison to my season and his season, I played about over half of my season. He played 10 games, which is what? How a many? tenth of his season? All right. Well, so how many, many, wait, how many games did you play? Yeah. Like seven, eight. Okay. <laughs> come on, come like, on now. <laughs> I mean, but that is, eight, right. that is half my season, though, so. But nah, I, I might be I might be tripping, but like I don't know. I'm just not really. I'm a fan just of saying him so like far. I'm just saying like it's too early to. It, 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 pro- it is too early. too early. It's to too early, but from what I've seen, like hey, but, hey, because it's so early, I'm not a fan of him. Hey, maybe too early isn't a bad thing. We don't have a relationship with him. He's not dug his. He's not you know made his place, made his name in Detroit. And we're he, looking at Cade Cunningham. Yeah, so. he might not be best friends with Troy Weaver right now. So just don't even develop that relationship yeah. and just ship him out no, of here. Don't get attached <laughs> to Killian Hayes. That's Maybe a, someone will fall in love with him uh, over on the West Coast. We the past two. I mean, someone I'm always sure. open to that. Our first, like, our well, our last two first round picks have been foreign players, as we know with Seku and. Uh, Killian Hayes. Yeah. I don't know. So just don't I, I'm draft not, French people. Bro. It's not even that. Like I feel I feel like since like we, Tony we, we look at these know, like Tony Parker's not walking around. Man. We look at these like gems. Like, what the fuck are you talking yeah, about? We look at these like hidden gems. Anyway. We look at these hidden gems like all the time about like oh Luka Doncic, Kristaps Porzingis, Dirk Nowinski. We get all caught up in this like, oh like he's the next great player and then we we forget about like the dudes that are balling in college here. Like, I don't know. Like some some so of these you're saying dudes don't just, draft overseas. I'm not saying don't draft overseas. I'm just saying weigh your options. If you're the look Detroit, at like if you're the Detroit Pistons, don't draft overseas. Nah, yeah, I mean Detroit Pistons. Bro, you haven't can had good you can. With it, no, but, have not. I I get I get what you mean. It's definitely just like riskier per, riskier per se. But like as as like for any argument, you can also just be like you can also just say this right here: Luca, Giannis, and Jokic. Like if you get it, if no, you, it's, it's yeah. all about if you just get it right, you know. It, it's it like, think about think about right. what think about what could happen. Like, bro, Killian's only the seventh pick. Luca was the fourth slash fifth pick trade. Like, yeah. bro, that's not even that far away. Like, like you know, it's like, it could be, at, it could be. Played the top level at Euro League, so I don't, and that's the second best league in the. In I the might world. also be Giannis pissed was about, the fifteenth pick, and Jokic I don't even think was a lot. I might also either. be pissed about the pick because I wanted Tyrese Halliburton there. Yeah, no, nah, there are definitely some options that were better so, for us in the immediate term. I know me and you both were were all on the Tyrese Halliburton. Chain. I did. I would have preferred Halliburton. I was not disappointed with Killian Hayes, and I'm still not disappointed with him yet. But damn. yeah, I mean, I don't have any judgment on you. Killian can't Hayes. you can't really have too much? When I don't you know. haven't seen him. I, Plus, we threw him in the fire right away. Had him start. They didn't even do that with Lamelo. So like, yeah, I don't know. I don't you know. just he's it, just. It's. Play. I guess it is too early to call. I'm just not a fan so far. Yeah, and this year's rookies have not had it the same as any other year. So yeah. I, I just look at guys like like Donovan Mitchell. And that's like, Maybe he's just not good in empty gyms. Uh, maybe not. Maybe <laughs> he just plays better with fans. Well, Duncan Robinson Duncan Robinson said it, uh, that, like, the bubble and shit was easier because there wasn't really, like, anything to – or, no, 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 excuse me. So, yeah, he said, like, the bubble was easier compared to, like, a regular empty arena because normally, like, you'd just be, like, seeing it full of fans mm-hmm. and that'd be normal. But then when it's empty – you like the backdrop looks a little different, but then the no, bubble, I, I the bubble had no stands, so I, it was just I, I so that's just that, like yeah. shooting in a you know shooting in regular gym, no problem. But then with like a big open like thing, so it's just like a little weird. Yeah, I watched that. I watched that clip 
of him talking about that on, yeah. his, on his which is some it's just interesting he has a podcast right yeah Correct. he does yeah. duncan robinson's the homie shout out him he was the worst <laughs> player in nba 2k one year i bet you we could get him on the pod eventually yeah aren't you aren't you guys like cousins what <laughs> you and duncan nah yeah i could get duncan let's right, get tesky on the podcast williams college Palmer, he's a South Elementary uh, alumni. Who, Teske? Yeah, I know. Teske. I know. Orlando Magic. Yeah. He's, on, he's on the Magic. We well, should get who him else on do the we pod. have connections with? Well, I, know, I, know, I know CJ. Bro, Mc... if we had a real setup, we could have had Aaron Devin Wright on Booker. a while ago. We should have probably capitalized on that. We still could. We still can. I feel like we, for this podcast, we've just been... No, I've been kind of – I honestly didn't want to hit him up right away anyway and be like, oh, yo, 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 because yeah. then I would have been freaking out and I wouldn't have known what to say, yeah. and I would have been freaking out about the setup. But um, uh, – <laughs> I was watching the TV and I thought of something funny. We're I was going to say, I was gonna say uh, you know, we could get we could get the Ball Brothers on <laughs> on the podcast just because, you know, we were we were one of the early fans yeah, uh, we were. of the Ball family. So. Yeah, we were. I, uh, I mean, I could probably, like, CJ McCollum has been asking me, like, he's been texting me a lot if he wants to, like, maybe, like, come on here for, like, 20 minutes. But, I mean, he's kind of ass, so, like, he's he's only been, like, what, an all-star, like, twice. Let's go on his podcast so, instead. Yeah, maybe we, right, could, maybe we could give him some clout. Yeah, and, like. And Kevin Durant. I don't even know. Like, JJ Reddick's been asking to, like, buy our podcast but i'm like nah bro yeah nah we don't want to we, we want to keep our integrity so. yeah we're not we're not in a partnership with the old man and the three yeah. <laughs> uh what, what should we what should we talk what do you think about the super bowl halftime show yeah bro uh i didn't really watch super bowl halftime show <laughs> oh i i saw a little bit of it like with that I don't know. He went into that. Rignerius would have been on your ass last week if you uh look at SVG, bro. SVG alert. Hey, pull that mask up, SVG. <laughs> He's coaching, bro. He's X's nose. Dude. You know how like Billy Football was like their dietitian or like part of my part of my takes dietitian. We should do that for Stan. <laughs> Be his dietitian. Yeah, yeah. Damn, bro, you take an unnecessary shot at Stan saying he needs to lose weight. I think, he, I think it would be. Oh. Yeah, I think it would probably be beneficial. Lonzo! Holy shit. Lonzo, see, Lonzo makes that in 2016, bro. Changed my mind. <laughs> Changed right my mind, bro. Lonzo makes that. If he's, if he's that a UCL Bruin, he make, if he's a UCLA Bruin, he'll make that. 30, 32 seconds left in this game. Kemba's ass. Dude, see Kemba, if, Kemba's ass this year. They don't need him. Peyton Pritchard's better than Kemba Walker. I saw Per Sources posted a thing. Uh, <laughs> per Sources was like, uh, he was watching the video of Terry Rozier's buzzer beater last night, yeah. and he posted a video of it. And he was like being one of the only people who wanted Rozier over Walker oh. in this in the in the Boston. It hurts watching this video of him in the buzzer beater. Is Michael Jordan Scoopy. proving everybody wrong with this with Terry Rozier and uh, and and Gordon Hayward? No, yeah, Gordon Hayward's been pa- playing pretty awesome too. The questionable one is fucking Dwayne Bacon. <laughs> Bacon. <laughs> He had a ton not of, nah, he's, he, nah, he's not even on the Hornets anymore, no, is not. he? No, but it is questionable about him not bringing him back. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Fair, fair point, yeah. It was questionable not bringing Dwayne Bacon back. Dwayne Bacon's an all-time NBA name. Yeah, it is. He had his Tony Snell stat line last night. That's why I brought oh, him yeah. up. He, yeah, had, to, he had 16 like, minutes and didn't record a stat. He fouled, I think, one. So I think oh. he had one personal foul. That. I don't know. This is, this is a random little podcast because we're getting distracted by this Pelicans 
Celtics game. Yeah, we're just watching a game. We went through the piss. We went through the Pistons though. And what are your thoughts on basketball? Yeah. We went through that for yeah. a while. What are your thoughts? But there's on... been some random blips in between where we were just. What are your thoughts on Nikola Melli? Great shooter. I don't know. You just he's just one of those plug-in guys that you just you just put on the uh, put on the court and. Yeah. You guys know what happened with uh, Miritich? He got pissed. He got pissed at somebody. No. Yeah, he got punched. Bobby Portis. Yeah, and then he just was like, he just was like, bro, I'm not playing the NBA anymore. <laughs> he went overseas. Yeah, yeah. That's wild. He's good. No, I know he's, he's good. He always was nailing threes, bro. If we want to switch gears to another Nikola, Nikola Vucevic is going crazy this year. I have him in fantasy, Vooch. but I don't check fantasy. You have him in fantasy? Yeah, in one of my leagues. Oh, I was going to say, because in our league, I have him. Oh. He's <laughs> yeah. been doing wonders for my It's my team. other league, then. I don't check either one, though. No, he's a, great, he's a great three-point shooter. Like he's, he's, I mean, I'm sure you guys saw that video of him throwing down on, on Draymond and Kelly. Yeah. I did see that. I saw cool. that on uh, Scott Van Pelt's ESPN uh, night show. Oh, really? Yeah, he no, he, he definitely jammed on him. It was more Draymond than Kelly. Kelly kind of just jumped up underneath the hoop. But How about Draymond's rant about players? Yeah, I don't know what all that I, was about. It was kind of random, but like he's right. Like it is, it is like it does. It's a, it's a weird. Like it should be more of a two-way street. Uh, how about how about? <laughs> Well, I don't know. The prime example is like Anthony Davis asked for a trade, got fined. That's the player version, and then you got the team over with in Cleveland, the Cavs, who are like who randomly like reports just come out were shopping Andre Drummond. Well, that's I, that's like the argument, which I get it. Well, it's different. It, every I think I don't know I don't know how much I agree with Jeremon on that take because you're like. Well, different players too have different yeah, different si- types of power. I feel like, like Anthony Davis has power over like Draymond Green, for example. Like he's just way better player. With the with the Andre thing, I don't even think Andre like was even like mad about getting like benched for it. Like to, I don't I don't think he was like disappointed in, about it. So I don't know why he was. Like very like super ad- like I get I, I get the inconsistency part but at the same time every situation differs and like like you said Anthony Davis with that situation they were finding him for saying that but like Blake Griffin is like we're trying to like the Pistons are trying to like shot Blake Griffin and mm-hmm. he, and like they came to it's an the exact opposite it. yeah. so like it's it's I don't not know. it's weird. Every every situation's different. It goes case by case. Yeah, but I don't think you can really like blame the teams, especially when players have so much power in the league. The NBA, the players have more power than any other league that there is. Definitely. But it's so interesting because Draymond like the main argument point that Draymond was literally like going so like he was so like adamant about it, like yeah. he said, is like the player, you know, like the player as a one person you know, talking about a trade, wanting a trade, and then the organization talking about trading one player, like, he's talking about, like, the player versus the organization and, like, how much power one player has in the organization. Yeah. And, like, to me, like, to break it down, like, that argument, it's as simple as the organization is more than one person. Yeah. And, like, yeah, I get that it is kind of unfair, but, like, how else is it supposed to be? Like, yeah. it's a group, it's a team, it's a franchise, like... And it's how it's worked for 
I, 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 I get it. I get it that it is kind of fucked up. And, like, maybe as a player, if uh, your team comes out and with the rumor, like, they're shopping you, they're looking to trade you, like, you might, like, not be in, like, you know, like, that might, like, fuck you up a little bit. Like, yeah. oh, man, like, what the hell? Going out there, you might not put in the full effort, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's 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 definitely tough, but, like, I don't know how else it's supposed to be because yeah, it yeah. is because, – because it's not like it's one-person teams, you know? Like, I just – I, I get what he's saying and it's it's it is it is fuck it can't it can be fucked up and each situation is different like we had an agreement with Blake obviously but each situation is different and I don't know how the fuck you fix that because like you can't fix player versus more yeah, than one can. person like you can't like yeah. you can't like and it's not like I don't know it's just so weird like I don't get like what I get what he was I don't get how I get what he was saying I don't get how he how he thinks that was gonna fix it or what yeah. or what it can even I don't get what what it could change too. It's crazy. That's a weird. It's a crazy angle and slant to attack for sure. You got to be prepared as an NBA player to get traded and be in these rumors. Yeah, like, like it's, it's just not, like it's a business. So like it's a league. I don't know. It's a you're getting paid millions of no dollars to, to play it. a game. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like so why like, why are you complaining about that kind of stuff when you could paid millions well, of dollars? Well, yeah, that's kind of like the boomer answer though. Like yeah, yeah, and, no, like, yeah, yeah and like I I still that's why I still get with Draymond like you should like you know be able to control your own shit whatever you're doing yeah. and then it is kind of fucked up for an organization to be like oh we're looking to trade this person or to have that out there but then you get fined if you say you want to trade it is kind of fucked up but like i don't know it's just like a weird like you can't beat like fucking geography bro like when you get drafted into a certain place and you're like in a yeah. city in a state and you're like representing that state and like you're a part of it or whatever sorry like it's just so weird i don't know i don't sorry think- to interrupt you with this but Beautiful reverse pivot, jump shot by uh, Jason Tatum right here. Yeah, I mean he's he's 19, so yeah. Look at this. He's got fresh legs. I mean, totally yeah. just wow. Josh Hart, yeah. Josh Hart just got fooled right there. Yeah, I just don't know how you could fix that, Draymond. I really hope he figures out how. I mean, yeah, and it's a fucking crazy thing to try to fix. So I don't, I don't get it. I'm waiting for him to. Like, if you're in trade rumors, like that's not even like. Half the time, it's the media just like taking players that that think would fit that you think would fit on another team. And it's like if you're not gonna try to play it as hard as you would if you weren't in trade rumors, like that's then I feel like that's on the player because you can't. I don't know. You can't. You can't not do your job. You can't not do your job at the best ability when you're getting paid as much as you do to do that. Here we go, potential game winner. Zion. It won. Oh, oh my god. god. He shoots 93% in the paint, bro. Zion Williamson just bullied. Hey, hey, hey. Fans are getting hyped. Holy Fans are getting hyped. Bro. They're flexing. They're flexing out here. He just bullied Tristan Thompson. Bad radio again. And one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's going to happen when you're 280. Bro, yeah, Zion's a beast. Yeah, I don't know. We're almost at like an hour for this pod, though. No, yeah, I don't know, Draymond. I think, uh, you know, the it's not like, obviously, we've gotten extremely far uh, as far as you know players having power. Yeah. So players do like have a lot more power than they had, but like it's just straight up, you know, it's organizations. It's like a group. It's a group of teams. It's a group of franchises. Like shit, like that is just gonna happen. And at least it's not as bad as it was, where maybe you're in a terrible situation and you're a lower tier player not lower tier player but just not the star yeah. and if you don't like what what you're in then you just keep your fucking mouth shut and you don't do anything like at least it's better now where yeah. you can like maybe hopefully you can say at least like something to kind of help yourself 
but like at least it's better than it was in like you know the 80s and 90s <laughs> yeah respect to draymond for voicing his opinion yeah i mean but, draymond yeah and i don't know if i fully agree with him but if you are i do and i don't like yeah, i said yeah no i feel the same way if you are a nba player and you get traded and you're feeling down just go and buy yourself another house. Yeah, well, I mean, bro, I feel... <laughs> yeah, there's that, too. It's like, hey, you're, getting, you're getting ripped. Also, money, uh, like, shout out to Zion for making that free throw. Uh, something that <laughs> didn't happen <laughs> in Duke versus UCF. Goodyear wants to just commentate this. <laughs> yeah, this, this dude just wants to be an announcer, yeah. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to him, though. He missed he missed the free throw a couple years ago against UCF in uh, <laughs> the... Uh, what was it? The second round, second round game. Uh... Barrett, Barrett came to the rescue and saved him. Got He's the rebound and the putback. He was like, "I'm glad Taco and Taco Fall." <laughs> yeah, Taco Fall. He probably, he probably, he He's probably like, was oh, looking damn. at Taco Fall, going, yeah. "You know, Taco, it's not gonna happen." Look at again. that right there. The future of the NBA. Jason Tatum, thirty points. Jalen Brown, twenty. Brandon Ingram, twenty-seven. Zion. Yo, Celtics aren't winning a championship. I've come to that Let's conclusion. See. Let's see who this goes to. I'm, what do you got to say about that, bro? I'm You're the guess. Celtics, dude. What I'm do you got to say about that? What's up, bro? What's up? <laughs> All right, we got to see. We got to see this. Tatum, we got to hear this. Live commentating. Oh, oh on, almost bro. a backcourt. Tatum at the top of the logo. Heart on him. He drives him. left. Drives left. Floater. Oh, and he hits. Good. And he hits. Point two on the clock. <laughs> Floater is good by Tatum. We're going overtime. He sticks it. Holy shit. Damn. What a play by the 19-year-old Jason Tatum. <laughs> that was hype. Stan Van Gundy's got point two left on the clock. Let's see if he can draw something up. Smoothie King Arena is Jason Tatum right showing, showing his toughness just like when he was born in St. Louis. Here we see it again for the people at home. Tatum. Three seconds on the clock. Rises um, over heart. I'll be the co-announcer here. <laughs> Beautiful play right there from Tatum as he's able to find his crease and put up a beautiful, nice floater. Great job by the young. Bro, the play-by-play play, play guys definitely are an art. Like, like Marv Albert and I like and Jim shit. Nance. Well, he does college. But yeah, I, I like Jim Nance. Yeah, always, he doesn't do the NBA, but. Yeah. I don't like Marv. Marv, Marv yeah, you don't like Marv. Because he just goes. <laughs> chill, chill with that. Like Canseco, like Jose Canseco when he was on the pod. Bro, can we talk about the Jose Canseco fight? Yeah, oh, no, no, hold on, hold on. Hold on. You guys watch right, it? One more Billy, thing about bro. announcers. Remember, remember uh, I texted you the other day, and it was this video of a G League game, and like, the oh, announcer, yeah. remember, he sounded exactly like Ian Eagle. Like exactly Ian, like Ian Eagle? You mean Ian? Ian. <laughs> this dude said Ian. Holy Ian, <laughs> Ian. That was pretty funny. <laughs> I don't care. But yeah, I, yeah, like yeah, I remember you sent me that. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, that Ian was. Iago. <laughs> Ian. <laughs> oh, that was goofy. But yeah. Nah, Billy, yeah, Billy bro, football. You know how he always does that, though? He always talks like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, there's an announcer. What? Oh, the tip in for Dice. Alonzo <laughs> literally just shot that. We're going to overtime in New Orleans. But uh, yeah, Billy, Billy beat. Didn't we talk about that already? I don't know. We might have talked about it a little bit in the last podcast, but Jose got hurt like pretty <laughs> right when the fight it? started, and then he just gave up. I don't think he like intentionally went in with the dive, but he 
He definitely got hurt right when he started and then just stayed down. Oh, I thought my. Billy was going to get Dickie his ass Vitale. beat, but I didn't even realize. I didn't. Bro, you kept saying that, I too. I, I, think, I Bro, I, I didn't, didn't think, think about it enough. I didn't think about it enough. I never really thought. I was always kind of on Billy. I, I was, again, really? a little scared, bro, for sure. And Billy even said himself when he was talking, when Jose was talking about, like, blunt force trauma. Yeah. Like, he was, bro, he was talking that shit. Like, he was talking yeah. up a good game. Like, I don't know. I just felt, uh, I guess I should have thought about it more, like, if Jose got, like, one good, like, punch in, then that might have been the end. That's what it. everyone was thinking, but, like, That's what everyone was thinking but, like, was going to happen. With you, if he wasn't fast enough to do that, then, like, nah, but. I'm going to give a very good take right here. I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. You don't know that? You didn't, you never saw that fight? No, That I boxing didn't. match? Oh, <laughs> my God. It. You got to get into the, you got to get you gotta into watch some rough and rowdy, man. Yeah, bro, rough and rowdy is the hottest boxing I just watched, watch, uh, you know, like, the big fights that everybody, like, the media puts that out was there. a big fight. that was a big fight that though. was I'm talking a, about like i'm talking about like the media there was fights, like, like you like jake paul and shit you know what that I mean? was basically like one of those fights that, bro they're like bro, i'm just like, not very like familiar with the boxing i'm pretty sure like 150k people like bought that i was going to buy it but then i was like i just want to watch the billy football fight and i don't think it's gonna last for very long so i just looked up a video of it after no yeah so i bought it i actually did buy it it was only like 20 bucks yeah. and they have like midget fighting and shit yeah i was watching some of them before it and then not all of them but then yeah it got to billy and it didn't even last long i would i didn't i missed it i looked away from my phone when i was watching it and it was over literally just yeah. like that boxing, I it was boxing is making a comeback for our generation due to like celebrities and like famous social media boxing has always been big though no yeah well i felt like like I'm, i've always been into just like any yeah. kind of like like whatever like the big like kind of fight is ufc or yeah. or mma i guess mma or boxing i've always been like i always watch like whatever it is going well, like on. the argument like was, i remember mayweather pacquiao bro yeah. oh, back was, like remember back in the day like bro everyone yeah. was like hype as fuck about that yeah. that one was that that was like gotta be 20 or, that and, had to have been 2012 yeah. 2013 2014 one of those right it had was, to have been. It was. I think it was. That was for middle Floyd. school. It was. It was like 2014. Because I remember watching it at like Harima's house or something. Yeah. And I remember like, bro, like everyone was hype as fuck about that. Another, and then the obviously McGregor Floyd yeah, Mayweather McGregor, fight. That yeah, was huge I mean too. everyone. That's probably like the biggest fight yeah, that there's been. Yeah. And then everyone was hype about. I mean, I was super. I was invested into the um. The Tyson Fury yeah. and Deontay Wilder, the second fight. I remember I was like hyped up about that going into that. I saw like a ton of stuff leading up about it, like dope promo videos and stuff leading up to it. I watched the fight and it was a it was a dope ass fight. That dude Tyson Fury is sick. Yeah, it's very. It's, it's safe to say uh, Max Kellerman really loves what you're saying right now. Yeah, Max Kellerman, the boxing guy. He's on Creed too, right? Yeah, that's why. Yeah, he's a boxing guy. But uh, then fucking UFC. Him UFC and Stephen A. Too. Smith always arguing. <laughs> he's like, Stephen A. is always like Max. I don't ever question you about your boxing expertise. Dude, he does say that. <laughs> he always says. <laughs> he does say that. But, like, I, I, I definitely love, like, the big fight. Like, whatever the big fight yeah. is, I love it. Like, Habib, McGregor, it's that shit. Up. That shit was hype oh, as fuck. Yeah. Anything McGregor does, obviously, is hype as yeah. fuck. Like, McGregor and, uh, and Mayweather, yeah, they're always 
headliners and like when Lesnar was going at it, bro. Yeah. Brock Lesnar was going at it, and then I was talking a little bit about I was talking a little bit about WWE last podcast. Yeah. You know, like Kurt Angle. I love that shit. I love fucking. <laughs> that was so funny. That was so yeah. I looking podcast. back on that, that was pretty goofy. And I listened to that part because people no. have been talking to me the last like three weeks know that I've been watching a shit ton of WWE. Okay. And so I've been just talking about that shit hella and like how funny it is. It's a really funny. They know, put up big fights and shit too. I love that shit. WWE on like. Like 2K, WWE, yeah. it's a very fun game. Fuck yeah, I've played a couple of those. Used to play that, used to play that game. That, that game was very fun. But uh, it's so funny when we had like all of us playing. Yeah, and stuff. When you have a squad, just like four yeah. people, just, I don't know. Bro, I wish I wish wrestling was like dope, it, 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 like like it used to be. That's like like, like with the rock yeah, and shit yeah. going off because the, like if you look up like. Bro, if you're listening to this right now and you have a chance, like just watch the Rock, the Rock's moments in the WWE. Like it's literally the funniest shit yeah. ever. It's <laughs> it's interesting because wrestling as a sport, like in itself, like it is not like a super entertaining sport to watch. But I think it's interesting how, like way before we were even born, they were able to turn it into something that's more of like a spectacle for people. To yeah, watch, sports entertainment. Cool. Yeah. Sports entertainment. Yeah, it's what it like, is now. Yeah. Like even I even like basketball or even like the NBA and the NFL, they have to find ways to like make it more entertain more entertaining than like the actual sport itself. So Right. Like I mean, bro, the fucking NBA plays music during their games. That oh, yeah. shit is disgusting. Yeah, I know I know, hate that I know shit. you hate yeah. the sound effects and No, I don't uh, mind a sound no, effect. Like, sound effect makes it more fun. Yeah. But literally playing a straight up song off the radio, yeah. like a, a regular radio ass pop song while they are hooping in yeah. the fourth quarter, that bro, that shit fucking pisses me you won't, off. You won't hear yeah, it. I, will, I get you don't, pissed. You don't bro. see that in any other level. Well, you oh. don't. You don't hear that. <laughs> yeah, literally any. Imagine other Imagine playing that shit coming down to the wire in the Super Bowl. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. If you if you um if you yeah never, that'll get like, me worked up right there. If you've never been <laughs> physically like been to an NBA game, then you wouldn't really know what we're talking about. But like if you're if you're in there in the arena, they play. They will literally just. During possessions, they'll literally just play music until something happens, and then they'll make some kind of sound effect, and then the cycle repeats itself. So. It's so weird. I, I can't believe that that's a thing. I don't I, mind the sound. Dude, effects. you hear it on TV too. Yeah, when I watch I the Pistons, the when I watch the Pistons, I hear that shit. Yeah, yeah, you can hear it more now a little bit because because of yeah, no fans, like no fans. fans. But yeah, I don't mind the sound effects. I don't mind like I don't know. Like sometimes some some uh, teams play have like a piano up there and they have like the piano yeah. echo. I don't mind that, but when they're playing songs and like these like remixes and stuff like off the radio, like come on now, bro. Yeah, that shit is crazy to me. Like it's fucking serious business, or like it should be. Like it is yeah. fun, but it's obviously a fun like for the viewers. It's supposed to be fun and shit, blah blah. But like, I don't know, bro. When you get like emotionally invested. And you're and you're watching the sport, and you become like a fan, like we all are. Yeah. Like we're at the fans, the point where we are, where we're like we like you know like say you know however goofy it is, like we care about this shit. Yeah. And you're playing fucking a pop song off 105.3 while LeBron is trying to run the triangle yeah. <laughs> or some shit. It's like, bro, come on. <laughs> Just playing Despacito while Steph Curry is popping threes. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like if that's why I watch fucking WWE, bro. Like I don't, I don't, I don't come to watch basketball for the music and shit. Like that's why I go over. Oh, Stan is getting out there. Stan's pissed. There's your boy Brad. 
this pod, yeah, this podcast right has, has gone off the rails. This though. podcast has gone off the rails, but that's all right because all of our podcasts. Hey, good job, are Brad. Wearing your mask, we don't give a fuck. Blue collar. Good to hear. You got any closing words? This is probably gonna be your last podcast for a little bit again. Give us a take. Give us a take. Well, I didn't really come prepared for like for like that, but neither did we. Good year. We gotta come we off the cuff. Right, give me a topic. That's then. what come this, on. bro. Dude, what do you mean? Bro, what? what do you think the topics are? The NBA is in full fledged right now. It's the only sport. You don't on. have any. Take no, I'm not talking about come that. Out with a I'm golf? saying like, come out be with specific about be specific about the NBA. Like Just, give me a team or something. You no, know, like you know? dude. Like who's come, who's who, who's going off dude. for you? Like who's your player? Who's your team? Like literally anything. Like your your take. I mean, this isn't really a take, but Steph MVP. How yeah, I really think that's really a take. A take no, more. no, that's a good. I like that. I like that. I mean, some people. I think it's kind of half and half right now. A lot of people are like, he's the most deserving right now, and then a lot of people are just like, I, I was Doncic at the start of the year, Jokic. but but now I'm 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 Curry MVP. No, yeah, I think Curry. If the season were to end, they're in the playoffs right now. I think now. if the season were to end right now, uh, today, this second, I think it would be Curry. Yeah, I think, I think it'd be Curry. Yeah, he's I, putting up the same numbers as 2015. Not trying to toot my own horn, but I you did call that. that. Did you call that a little bit? But I was It wasn't like I, like, was fully behind it. I didn't like. I was thinking Doncic, which still could be, obviously. But yeah, I, I was. I was on Doncic, and when we when you said Curry, I actually did say I like the pick, but I I still had Doncic, so I'm not gonna I'm I not gonna thought, say that I picked Curry, Curry by any means. He's gonna, we had, we didn't see him really that much last year, and I think it made a lot of people forget about like what kind of player. What happened? Bro, the internet, the internet moved so we damn fast. Yeah, no, yeah, like that's very true. People for like like there's look just what, new shit coming out every single day. Everything moves happened, so fast. People forgot. Yeah. Look what happened last year with LeBron. He got injured for like what a fourth of the season yeah, or something, the and then everybody was just like, "Oh yeah, LeBron's washed." Giannis, Giannis, and then Giannis before that, is. before that, it was like. Nobody was like everybody's counting out Kawhi. Like, that's the thing. I Kawhi feel like comes out of comes comes out of nowhere, just like plays even better than he did before in San Antonio, pretty much. Whoever's like hot, like because like I don't really hear that many people talking about Giannis this year. He's definitely Never. not been like the focus. Yeah, it really player. is like, kind of like the media. Embiid is getting a lot more talk. I feel like than he did last year. Although I feel like Embiid's one of those players who does. He did say time. though um, that he's. In a lot better shape, and he's playing a lot better basketball than he did last year. He's yeah. even admitted he that. was eating like cheeseburgers before games two years ago. Yeah. That's pretty wild looking back you, on you, it. You probably <laughs> you've seen you yeah you've seen that video of him laying down on the athletic training table eating a yeah. cheeseburger like was having like the funny. trainers yeah. like tape him up and stuff. It was kind of funny in the moment, but low key maybe there was like a little uh, little under a little something under the under uh-huh. the. Under he's playing the cover like a there. dog right now. Embiid's so a character. He would be if he, he ever. Is a character. Dude, if he was a. He's, he's like a piston, he's like a Shaq. If he was a piston, bro. I don't even know. We would love him. We would yeah. love him if he was a piston. Absolutely, bro. I Everything love Pistons hates Embiid though. They hate Embiid because of the drumming Embiid rivalries back in the day. Have you have you seen those posts and stuff? I remember when that was going down. I remember he was going for Embiid's head during that. Yeah. Just saying like his stupid, just yeah. stupid random stuff. Yeah. It's just funny because he's just taking out all his anger because like he'd see that like Embiid would just toy with drumming like in a game like and just talk a bunch of shit to him and then everything Pistons would let it all out on this social media page. <laughs> so goofy. Just defending their guys. Yeah. Anthony Edwards. Yeah, he yammed on that dude. I went, I was, I was all in on Anthony Edwards before the season, and then I went all out. As you guys probably remember, I was right. like, 
I was like, you know what, I'm out. I'm Are you done with put your chips back in. No, I'm not. I'm not, not. I'm. I think he's. You know, realistically, he's gonna be probably a pretty good player. Yeah, he's athletic. Yeah. Yeah. But Real, like realistically, I pulled him out. I pulled the chips out for sure yeah. on that. Which which I'm okay with i kind of like just yeah you know i kind of like having a little stance like that Lamelo's winning rookie of the year yeah I, I i had Lamelo ball for rookie of the year i think i said that in the first podcast but i think but uh, that wasn't really that wasn't really a smart pick i don't really think because like it's kind of it's, barnes had that it's Fair the enough. most obvious matt pick. barnes it's the most obvious pick for me at least i still think there's a chance for sadiq beta even get into that conversation but we'll we'll have to see where he, he should be on one of the all rookie teams for oh sure. no yeah he will be he will yeah, be Lamelo's really good be. though but like i said lonzo's got to watch out lonzo's got to uh pick up his pride and start lonzo's going on he's got to watch out i think lonzo just needs to be a charlotte hornet maybe that maybe they compliment each other then just get better i'm just saying like don't you think like <laughs> yeah. i'd be fucking pissed if my younger brother was like that I wouldn't be pissed, but Lamello, I like it. Motivate me, Lamelo. Yeah, yeah. Here, here's like, what I I'll just, say. It would. Here's what I'll say about Lamelo and Lonzo. Not yeah, not pissed, but it motivates. Because when you the learn, NBA what, fits uh, Lamelo's game better than Lonzo's game, so so if I had to put this in perspective, um, I think Lonzo. If Lamelo were to play in college, Lonzo, like with his career at UCLA, would be way better than Lamelo's career at UC, or in college. If, if that makes sense, you think Lonzo's. A, so you're saying I think we got. We got I think Lonzo minutes, we got three minutes for this take, and then I'm cutting this off. I think Lonzo think, think is Lonzo, a better fit for the college game, and I think yes, Lamelo's a better fit for the that's NBA what I game. I was asking. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's hard to. It's I hard don't know. to tell. I don't know what the fuck happened to Lonzo because Lonzo was shooting from NBA range in it's, high school and college, and was shooting 45 percent from three with his broken ass looking jumper, and it just broke as soon as he got there. The NBA is just built different. Bro, I think they're I think they're v- probably two of the most similar players in the NBA. So I yeah, don't, I well, don't, yeah, I was thinking the same. The, thing the as game well. between college, the game between college like, and the NBA, just like just watching it, it's it's a lot more intense. Like in college, like you got people going like hard as fuck in college. NBA, you've got an 82 game season. It's not like everybody's going hard as fuck on every possession. Like. And know, plus, bro. you got to save your body. So, like, I get it, like, why they don't go hard as fuck on, like, defense and stuff in the NBA. But, like, it's just a different game. Like, you and see, you saw that uh, Luka Doncic said, like, it's way easier to score here than over in the EuroLeague. Like, like it kind of just shows, like, it's – in the playoffs, it's a different story. But, like, in, at least in the regular season, I don't really think that the guys – the guys, the NBA players are going, like, I think as hard as they can every night. When it comes to Lonzo and Lamelo, I think when you just look at how they, how much they seem to enjoy playing on the court, Lamelo clearly is. I think the biggest difference between them is not like skill set or anything like that. I think it's basically the mentality, and I think a lot of it. I think a lot of what fucked up Lonzo was LeBron and the whole Los Angeles Lakers. That, that spectacle when they had Magic Johnson and LeBron was coming in and, like, all of that, I think that kind of... That could be. I think a There's lot, a lot of, of expectations I, that... Yeah, he, I think Lonzo definitely had a lot more expectations than Lamelo did because Lamelo's just going to the Hornets. Like, it's you're not going to this big... You're not getting drafted second 
to the Los Angeles Lakers. Bro, yeah. way more expectations. Well, yeah, no, yeah. And I had the, were, I had the expectations. They were expecting yeah, yeah. him to be like the next like the great next Laker. Laker. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then the next year, LeBron just comes in, and then everybody's just expecting like his game to have to elevate in his sophomore season. But it, I don't know. That's a lot. I think that's asking that's a lot. That's so unrealistic. Especially for <laughs> yeah. Lonzo, who's been yeah. a player that's been under the scope of the eye of a lot of people since he was in high school with his dad and every, I just think a lot of that really kind of just set him up to not have the greatest mentality when he's playing the game maybe. 100% so I think that would be the biggest difference from then on though he's done like a really good job like getting back on track yeah. like right after that like he got his body right right before he got traded from the Lakers like he got a lot stronger you know so but it's just he I totally agree though it's just way more tough on Lonzo and I just you know I don't I don't really agree with your take about them being different uh their games being different for each level because they pretty much have the same game um I think LaMelo would have played just fine in college I think LaMelo here's what I've noticed about LaMelo just like in terms of mentality wise he just doesn't look like he's like trying to be I don't know I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, he's not trying... I, I don't think LaMelo just, like, can buy into, like, a system and stuff like that. Well, if like, anything, like I that, think... You know I, what I mean? If anything, I think Melo has more of a dog, like, mentality, and Lonzo's more of, like, I'm a facilitate and set all my other dudes up. If, well, I, if, if anything, they might have, like, a different mentality, but, like... They have really similar I don't know. games it might, like, it as might far come as down what like they can do. Personality type too, like, yeah, that's, that's kind of yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. like, Lonzo, I think he's a little Melo's, bit more laid back, and he's, like... I guess he'd be more willing to, like, give it all for his coach, if that makes sense. Like, LaMelo, I don't really get that vibe from him. I don't think he, like, does anything, like, for his coach and stuff like that. Like, I don't think he well, – yeah, to be you, honest, back to you putting your college cap hat no, on. No, you know, Kelly, Kelly, <laughs> Killian <laughs> Hayes being, being the, you know, the number, one heart, number one heart in, the, in, the, in college, like Aaron Kraft or something. Aaron Kraft did have a great heart. He did. He had a lot of heart. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. no I, well, go, I go what you mean. But, but you know what I mean. Like, We can finish it off the pod, though, with that Alonzo Lamelo. Yeah. Great to have you back. Good year. For sure. It's a good podcast. Yeah, it was a lot of fun to be able to talk. I hope I can come back soon and get back on. I yeah. think Recurring guest. I think, Lawrence, did we decide on just always having the three-person format? I think. Oh, uh, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. I don't know. Not always, but, like. I think it's good to have some guests on when Goodyear's not available. And nah, it yeah, would definitely. Be, we need to have another mic. I'm sick of sharing. I think about, yeah. about three weeks ago, I had a conversation with Ethan Rising. He wants to be on the pod. Yeah, I'd be down to have Rising on the pod. I haven't talked to him. I don't think Rising. I don't think Rising. He's not even built. here right now. I don't he's think he's in, built for it, bro. <laughs> he's not like that, bro. It, does he, does he listen? Did he say he listens? Think. He's not see. He's not gonna hear this right now. If he were to hear this and he texts us, if if you're listening, yeah, Rising, yeah, okay, text all okay. three of us in a combo, and we'll see if you're about it. Yeah. But I don't think you listen. I don't think you're really about it. I don't think you got takes. I'm a hundred percent calling Rising. Don't say anything to him either. Don't <laughs> no. don't point it out to him. We're gonna find out if he's real right now. Yeah, We're gonna see if he's and about the real, it. And the real ones listen to the ends of the podcast. Oh yeah, so Gable. Gable right now is hype. Oh yeah, <laughs> Gable listen. Yeah, Gable. Shout out Gable. You know, you know, Regnier is listening right yeah, now. Yeah, Gilmet, on here still. Yeah, Gilmet, Don. <laughs> yeah, Don's on here Dunn's still. On I know Don's on here still. There we go. But yeah. We, all over the place pod thanks for sticking yeah, with us this seriously is, this honestly i feel I, this is the probably 
the weirdest I've felt after a pot. I feel no, like we were really all over the place no, today. No, this is like this is like how if we actually were to just sit down and just talk. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, it's like kind of the, the mics same, might but... be invisible right now. Yeah, the mics are just invisible <laughs> right now. We're just talking think, about shit. I think we were distracted by the Pelican Celtics. Yeah, we were. Yeah, a couple times we were just yeah, they're really about rebounds the right there from Josh Hart. <laughs> All right. No, that night. was fun though. Yeah, thanks guys. Good night, thanks Celtics. Saluting from Falcon Point. Bang bang. Adios.